The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, the right to be forgotten and the importance of cancer survivors being given equal access to financial products is something that my next guests are keen to highlight. Countries like France have made huge inroads in this regard. Are we soon going to catch up? Well, for more on this, I'm joined now by Fianna Fáil Senator Catherine Arda and Director of Advocacy with the Irish Cancer Society, Rachel Morrow. Good morning and welcome to you both. Um, uh, Catherine, first of all, what prompted this? Because it's not an issue that uh, those who don't have personal experience of uh, survival of cancer and financial institutions would even have thought about. Well, um, Pat, and thanks for having us on. Um, I'm chair of the cross-party group on cancer care and the cancer, Irish Cancer Society, of, of which um, Rachel is a, the, adver, uh, the director of advocacy, is the secretariat. So as part of our cross-party group, we met with academics and professionals from all across Europe who made a very... Um, good presentation to us about 18 months ago at this stage in relation to um, right to be forgotten laws across um, Europe. All of the members of the cross-party group on cancer generally have some sort of um, you know, me- me- family member who has had cancer or okay. some interaction with Just cancer. Just to, to, so to clarify what the issue is, uh, someone who has had cancer maybe 10 years ago, they go uh, to get a mortgage and they go to, and the mortgage uh, broker says, I'll talk to various banks and so on. And it comes back, I'm sorry, uh, we can't give you insurance cover to a company or mortgage. You'll have to try and find that elsewhere. Yeah, and so what our legislation does is if you've had cancer or survived cancer and have more than five years behind you, that that medical information won't have to be disclosed to a financial provider. Won't have to be disclosed. It will not have to be disclosed. Okay, where have they done this? In what countries have they said? Because there was talk of maybe 10 years might be the appropriate window because it does depend on the the, the cancer, does it? Yeah, well, I have to say um, President Macron in France, obviously he really led on it as part of his 2016 election manifesto. And at that time he had a 10-year look back for adults and a five year look back for children. Since then France has gone even further as have the developments in science in terms of cures for cancer. And now in France if you've had, you, you don't have to declare your cancer diagnosis if you are five years cancer free. So it's, 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 it's a huge step and France have really been leading the way and there's other, another five countries in Europe have also been leading the way and other countries like Cyprus and Italy are like us are sort of in the sort of throes of trying to put together right to be forgotten legislation. Now, uh, often uh, we are talking about mortgage protection policies uh, but uh, straight life insurance yeah. would be... Getting your first house, okay, if you want to buy a home in, in Ireland you need life insurance or life life cover and if you have a cancer diagnosis it's really difficult. So we want to make it not difficult for cancer survivors who've already had you know, they've already had a cancer diagnosis at the door of their family it's already been difficult enough. There's already been huge costs in having cancer in terms of, you know, impacts on your income and you know yeah. parking charges and I know the Irish Cancer Society have been great in terms of getting rid of hospital charges for cancer patients and they do unbelievable work but this is just another um, sort of financial burden and it that we want to relieve cancer survivors of. that you wouldn't anticipate until you go looking no. for the mortgage you think there's no problem I had cancer yeah. 10 years ago whatever uh, and they say oh, sorry and Pat I'm, I'm a solicitor I'm a conveyancing solicitor and I've come across people and we're literally drawing down the mortgage they've, like, they've signed their documents and that we're just waiting on the GP to get back and then all of a sudden oh god yeah that 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 I had when I was yeah. a kid I presume in other jurisdictions we have uh, the the community rating in our health insurance here but I presume in some countries where they don't have that community yeah. rating um that um, health insurers would be saying sorry you know your health uh, insurance uh, or your your health records say you had cancer we're not going to insure you 
Yeah, and but it, it, it is sort of a different issue because we're dealing with our jurisdiction where we have, sure. you know, that equalisation. I'm wondering, point. was that yeah. an impetus in places like France and Luxembourg where progress has been made? Rachel, yeah. the, the Irish Cancer Society, you're on board with all of this, absolutely. We're absolutely on board and we're thankful to the Cross-Party Group on Cancer for moving it forward and for drafting legislation. Um, We met the Minister for Finance last week and we had a positive meeting with him. We're hopeful that he is going to move the legislation forward. Um, It was brought to the Shannad in um, October and in November it moved to second stage, but it didn't conclude second stage. And that means that the legislation has stalled. So when we met Minister McGrath, what we wanted him to do was to um, let it move to committee stage because there's around 200,000 cancer survivors in Ireland at the moment and that's around 4% of the population and this particular issue really affects people who are diagnosed with cancer um, either as a child an adolescent or a young adult and understandably they want to move on with their lives after cancer but this is the, the finances the um, the issues that affect people um, later on in life as a consequence of cancer this is one of the most inequitable things we think um, that follows people around um, in into adulthood. This is what Insurance Ireland uh, had to say. Insurance Ireland and its members want to provide as much choice for consumers as possible in the protection market and at affordable rates. They especially understand the unique set of challenges facing cancer survivors. They want to ensure that this group of customers is given every possible support, including a simpler, speedier application process. As such, they've been working to devise a code of practice. Details are being finalised at present and further information will be published uh, shortly. So it doesn't say, you know, the application will be simpler, which means the no might be quicker. But anyway, I'll read the next paragraph. Until then, they want to reassure those affected that as things currently stand, it is not the case that all applicants who disclose a cancer diagnosis are automatically or arbitrarily declined cover. Many mortgage protection applications of this nature are accepted at either standard rates or with an additional cost. It's expected that the Society of Actuaries in Ireland will publish data on this point imminently. What do you make of that? Um, it's good to hear that the uh, that Insurance Ireland are um, behind changes um, to the, the industry and the way that cancer survivors are evaluated. Um, but we don't think that a code of practice is enough. I suppose it's a bit like... Are they running to get ahead of the legislation? That's ex- that's what I imagine that, that they're doing and maybe they think a code of practice would work better than legislation. But I suppose um, our perspective in the Cancer Society is that, um, y- you know, I feel that they've kind of been pushed into this maybe um, a code of conduct um, more generally it's kind of like marking your own homework um, we would like some legislation in place which means that everybody is guaranteed um, the, the the right to be forgotten as, as Catherine articulated um, and I think that there's particular challenges with um, with life insurance um, and although um, Insurance Ireland has pointed to a waiver being in place um, for people who have been denied um, uh, life insurance three times um, that is not why publicised and, and people don't know what supports are out there um, so yeah. we think legislation would work best like other countries So, so have if you apply to three different institutions and you're turned down by all three then you are not required to have the protection in place? I believe that that's the case um, but obviously the that 
puts the person, the applicant, would be in a vulnerable position then because they wouldn't have um, wouldn't have life insurance. So we think that legislation is best. Yeah. Um, and again, that that's the example that has been given in other European countries. Now, the, the 10 years that became five in France, for example, um, would there be a list of uh, conditions whereby, you know, the risks of recurrence might be catalogued? In other words, if you've had X cancer or Y cancer within a certain time period, that one person might be insurable and the other might not. There's a reference grid that accompanies the legislation in France um, and it um, identifies the different cancers, the stage of diagnosis and within what time frame they should be forgotten within. So the the maximum would be five years in France, but for many cancers, um, it would actually be lower. And we know in the case of Ireland that many cancers, thankfully, now um, are survivable. um, And that's thanks to the advances in science and research. So we want um, on the, the finance side, on the insurance side, to catch up with the positive progress that's been made in health. All right. So where stands your legislation now, Catherine? So our bill now is currently still at second stage. It was adjourned, so it's still very much active. And um, we're hoping that we've, we, the ask was at the minister with the meeting, which was a really positive meeting mm-hmm. with Michael McGrath. And I obviously am f- part of the Fianna Fáil parliamentary party and it's something I'll keep doing. I'll keep putting pressure uh, on the minister during our parliamentary party. But does it issues. require the minister to take this on board or can you no, we can, go we, ahead as we, a private member's yeah, bill absolutely. and get it passed? Yeah, so what we need to do is we need to um, get a private member slot and... Um, but, you know, recommence second stage of the bill um, and hopefully it will, it will go through then to committee stage. Yeah, and has it had a, a good uh, perusal by the, uh, you know, the legal drafts people who can well, say that? Well, obviously, you know, it's a privately drafted bill. Um, but when it gets to committee stage, there's ample opportunity for government to table their own amendments and really improve it. So that's what we were asking the department in our meeting last week to like look at it, make whatever changes you need. But we just want the legislation yeah. brought in. We I want presume to, you have cross-party support? Absolutely. Great cross-party support. And there's so many, there's like people from all parties and none on our cross party group. So, oh, so it should you. happen. It should happen. And uh, the sooner the better. Catherine Arda, Fianna Fáil Senator, and Rachel Morrow, Director of Advocacy with the Irish Cancer Society. Thank you. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk. Thank you both.